stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram, and that guy is not BrookMe3. This is Doug McCain. What's going on, Douglas? What up, Mr. FRG, Mr. Clint Pazis? It's a pleasure to be in the building here on the flagship show, the Blue Heaven Podcast. The Dodgers are rolling. We're yeah. rolling. It's a big night here in Los Angeles. Freddie Freemania continues at Dodger Stadium. Kenley Jansen is in the building. These teams are on a collision course, maybe for another NLCS matchup, but we got a lot to get into on this show. Hell yeah, man. There's uh, there's a bunch of good stuff going on in Dodgers Nation, as always. Uh, on today's show, we're talking about how sweep it is. We'll look a little bit back at the week that was. Uh, is the starting pitching actually good? Well, you guys decide, or we decide. I don't know. A roster crunch is on the horizon, so we'll also dive into that a little bit. And the Braves are in town. That's a big one. We'll talk about the Bravos being here. There's a giveaway and a whole lot more before we get into the show. we got to remind you, this is a podcast. Please do subscribe to us. Follow us. Follow the movement. Join us on the iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Everywhere your podcasts are available free. We live there. So uh, go there, rate, review us. Have a good time. It makes, uh, makes Doug happy when, when you guys talk nice about us. Download our Dodgers Nation app. There's an update coming real soon, so keep an eye out for that. And don't forget, this is a live stream of Stealing Brooks Line. Drop a comment. Let us know where you guys are representing Dodgers Nation tonight. Let's find some comments, Douglas. What do you got in here? I see Daniel Braun saying, what up, dudes? Daniel? Good to see you uh, in in name on the YouTube side of things. I got my boy Roach. I'm eating Taco Bell. F's in the chat for me. Del Taco clears. Um, King Yellow Man. O is D Mac here. Get that man a Michelada ASAP. Drinking some beer I, from I, the great uh, Ventura. I do owe you a Michelada this year. You do. Doom underscore South. D Mac. Uh, D Mac sent a question on Twitter. Barry Wood. I want D Mac. <laughs> I want Doug's Dodger dog. Barry Wood. Okay, that's interesting. It's a family show. I want to know my spice my. my why my this mom is watches not a this family one. show. Even it's slightly. not okay. You it's not even Brooke. slightly. It's not. That's true. That is Your true. Your mom's family. But you do owe me that Mitch Lott, and I and I definitely uh, I definitely need that sooner than later, man. Soon. When are we going to a game? We gotta we gotta establish that now. We do. We let's. Man, I think we should. Uh, should we do the uh, the the Wednesday afternoon game? No, we have shit we at twelve. Do here. Uh, Wednesday. We, we got yeah, we got business. We got we got friends coming. I think in a the weekend studio. game. I'll bring Jeannie, Bring Selena. It could be like a little double date oh, yeah. at the ravine. I don't know what's going on behind me. But yeah, you know, everybody, all the ladies Could get be high. good times. <laughs> they get high at the ballpark as they usually do. Go ahead and find us some more comments there, bud. We got Jesse. Well, our current this. rotation is underrated. Agree with you completely on that. We're going to talk about this Dodgers starting rotation. that's gotten out to a really nice start. We got Iris K. So here for this. What up, Iris? Always rocking with us in the chat. Adam, better call soft season finale at six. Okay. <laughs> we'll get you ready for that, too. Uh, Lynn Brown, you Baduba, go Dodgers. We got uh, go- cool, cool Whip Special says Brooke isn't on the podcast and I can't get a hold of my mom. Coincidence? Hey. <laughs> I don't think so. I think uh, uh, Brooke is at the game. Um, we don't just do this. We also, if you guys have seen on the DodgersNation.com, we we cover the, the team. This is but we're supposed to be Heaney. professionals. Just saying. 
We ain't always, but Brooke is at the game, so uh, if you see him at the game, this is you can't... his beat writer era. Yeah, he's and he's a... there being a Big J journalist tonight. Brooks holding it down Dodger for Dodgers blogger. Nation. Barry Wood, will you, Barry Wood, will you be doing a post game tonight, Dmac? I will. Didn't do one yesterday, but it's a big night. Magoa. It's the... Easter. How, how was your Easter, anyways? You said you went and hung out with Grandma. Everything went well. I saw my Grandma. Saw my mom. End up, up, Grandma. Pretty much watching the game with them the, the entire time. Still uh, was rocking with the Dodgers. Couldn't really turn my head away from this team that's having so much success on the field so you early on. You can't miss a heen dog start. You can't miss a heen dog start. You can't miss this explosive offense. I think my Easter was a little ruined when Trey Turner didn't extend that hitting streak. I wanted to see him at least tie Ethier or pass yeah. Willie Davis. I mean, come on. He's he got a hit. whole day without a whole game without a hit. Come on, Trey Turner. He hit the shit out of the ball yesterday. and just ba- A did. lot of bad luck, but you he know did. what? He was I, scorching the ball. I feel a lot better uh, you know, we don't know if he's going to be around for the duration. We don't know if he's going to be a lot around beyond this year. I like the idea of a Tommy Davis, of an Andre Ethier, those being the guys at the top of the list. Not, not maybe a one and a half and done Trey Turner, but that's just me. Uh, maybe they do extend him. I know, uh, I know our girl Ari really wants, uh, really wants a Trey Turner extension. If that happens, you never know. But um, things. People enjoyed the uh, Doug face, by the way, on the uh, the intro card. That is courtesy of our friend uh, Phil, Phil who runs the Dodger Blue Dog uh, Blue Pen account. Uh, he's he's made some great art in, in the past of us, and and uh, yeah. you know Doug is on there, and you look like. Uh, you sort of look like Vin Scully, just like I mean, coke, my mom's a redhead. I think, he, uh, yeah, it's a little <laughs> coked out Vin Scully. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, no, but uh, it was a good time. That's a good point, though. Yeah, having Tommy Davis have that record. Yeah, these, two-time these are batting Dodgers, champion. Man. Keep those. I agree with that. Now you kind of changed my mind a little bit on that. And the Hell most yeah. important thing is uh, really Trey Turner just continues to produce for the remainder of the season and get on base and uh, continue to really light it up for the Dodgers. But for sure, Justin, there was an attempt. I get it. He says, I see Jepson back. I think he's there to say Jansen is back. Kenley's back at Dodger Stadium tonight. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you already know what happened. But Kenley's back back in town. I think he just did a media scrum right now. Uh, we could call Brooke and see what happened. But um, how are you feeling about Kenley being back in L.A. in, in a different uni? Look, Kenley Jansen, the Dodgers' all-time saves leader, 350 saves. Really a franchise icon when you look at it, when you consider how bullpens will be used in the future. That will likely be his record until the end of time. But it did seem like it was ready for a new chapter. It did feel like after what we saw in 2020, he blows that game four. He's uh, built some resentment for not getting that final save. Julio Urias was on fire that entire postseason. He gets the final out for the Dodgers. We'd always assumed that it was going to be Kenley Jansen that was going to get that final out whenever this core of the Dodgers won the World Series. It wasn't him. And then last season you saw after he blows that third consecutive save against the San Francisco Giants, he gets booed off the mound, maybe feeling a little sting with that. And the bottom line is he just didn't want to wait for the Dodgers to free up some salary to maybe yeah. offer him that $16 million one-year deal. But Just didn't have time. The, the, yeah. the stars did not align for Kenley Jansen to stay here. And you know, I'm sure some fans aren't really paying attention or going to look Look at that uh, with ERA close to seven here in the early goings. It's Kenley. He's going to be fine. Tim, Tim Rogers, SD Dodger. Make sure you guys are following SD at SD Dodger and at Dodgers 2080. Tim is doing some great stuff with uh, our Dodgers prospect side of thing. But Tim says, I hope the fans don't boo him. I, I think Kenley gets 
one of the biggest and best ovations we've ever seen at Dodger Absolutely. Stadium. And I, I think mean, we've did. seen so many players come yeah. back. Yeah. They get, you know, great ov- ovations. We, we've, um, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but we've seen a number of Puig coming back. It was, it was, it was that Kenley is Kemp, a different I mean, animal, man. Kemp yeah, coming yeah, back you, twice, yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple different times. But when we're talking about Kenley Jansen here, this is one of the best, the, the best to ever do it in Dodger Blue. Um, when you look at the totality, it's for you, Brooke, of his job wearing that uniform. It's impressive, man. And nobody else that dude deserves an ovation. I hope they do him right and they get. Uh, they do an introduction before. I don't know if they're going to do that. He probably doesn't want that. Kenley doesn't really like the spotlight. He just wants to show up and do his job uh, and hopefully do it well. But, uh, yeah, I really hope the Dodgers do him right. Um, Dave, Dave uh, Brooke got a clip of, uh, of uh, Dave Roberts before the game uh, on our, up on our Twitter, and Dave says you know, he hopes that if, if there's a reason where Kenley Jansen is entering the game, the Dodgers probably should be playing some Tupac for uh, – for our big man. Play some California love. Play some to America's most one. I just think the fact that, that it's not that he just signed with another team. He signed with the team, the Atlanta Braves, who the Dodgers have gone up against in the last two postseasons. Yep. The team that ended the Dodgers season last year, it did feel like a little bit of a revenge signing by Alex Anthopoulos after the Dodgers inked the deal with Freddie Freeman. <laughs> so I think it's the fact that he is on the Atlanta Braves now. If he was on a team that maybe was the Marlins, the Phillies, the teams that that we heard mentioned when it came to Kenley Jansen, it would be a little different. But I also know that Dodger fans, they're about their dubs. And if Kenley Jansen is in the game, that means that he's most likely in a safe situation. Mm-hmm. The bullpen for the Braves, they've been lights out this season. If Kenley Jansen is out there on the mound, the Dodgers are trailing late. I'm just saying, I'm all here. I'm extremely here for a Kenley Jansen, Freddie Freeman matchup late in the game where Freddie Freeman has an opportunity to yep. get the Dodgers back in the game. I think that'd be must-see TV. But as far as Ovation, goes, look, the reason why you cheer is, one, for everything he's done for this organization, NL reliever of the year. The sacrifices that man did for this organization. I mean, the dude gave his heart to us almost literally. (laughs) To Dodger fans. (laughs) Literally. Literally. I mean, the man uh, man turned himself from a converted catcher into, without question, the best closer in the game at one point. And you're talking about, we grew up to to Eric Gagne in feeling that moment with uh, with that entrance. And then Kenley Jansen. Still the best. Still the best. I mean, Kenley was great, but there's nothing that topped. Eric Gagne coming into the game, the 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 just the the way it hit when Welcome to the Jungle played, because like the and the you know ballpark um, ballpark uh, audio has always been great. We know this. Shout out to our boy DJ Severe, by the way. If you guys DJ Premier for Doug, <laughs> if you guys didn't catch Doug's interview with uh, DJ Severe, check it out. It's on our YouTube channel, youtubecom slash Nation TV. Subscribe to that the All Star Game. A lot of good stuff with the All Star Game. Yeah, they're they're looking uh, they're looking ahead at the All Star Game already. We really hope our man, our man gets uh, gets to, to be there spinning and and, yeah. and making the place rock yeah. and pop. But but but. When back in the days, man, Eric Gagne coming in and just that slow, the, the intro it was fun. It was you had the logo, but still, you had that logo. The logo. You had the beard. You had the shirts, but still, that was three years. Kenley did this shit for twelve. He held it down for a long time. A long. And they weren't time. always great, but man, good times, great oldies. 
But I also think the reason why you cheer for him too is you want to get him on that good side, get him mellow. Because we know angry, if you boo him, angry Kenley a lot of times (laughs) is good Kenley because he feeds off that adrenaline. You'll see the velo increase. You see a little more bite potential on that cutter. So I Mm -hmm. think you go and you soften him up and hopefully serves one up to maybe Freddie Freeman or a Dodger late in the game and the Dodgers get back. Because then the Dodgers will be cheering Kenley. This will be the first time where the Dodgers will be cheering Kenley Jansen if he blows the save tonight if the Braves are leading late. But look, you got to give him his flowers. You got to give him his due. He really put in, like you said, 12 years for the Dodgers, the all-time saves leader. He wanted nothing more than to get it done for LA. Yes, we know that, look, you guys know I call him the Kenley-Fornia adventure for what he put us through for <laughs> certain certain outings out there and the walks were a little up. You know that I was okay with Kenley walking, uh, with Kenley walking because yeah. of that increased walk rate. There but is a time. Yeah. To just let things happen. Yes, let it go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. L- listen to Elsa, man. Let it go. I think it was Elsa. I never saw the movie. I know about these things. I'm hip. I'm with it. I'm on the, the hey, my, music my, league. my finger's frozen. My finger's frozen. Got the. This man and his damn. Uh, damn ring over yeah. here. Uh, great comment right here, by the way. King Yellowman. Imagine Kenley on all the steroids Godway is on, though. Hey, we ain't going to talk about that. Guy needs a friend of the show. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home let's get into the show a bit here guys how sweet it is the dodgers we fixed dodgers me and brooke last week we fixed the dodgers because it it had the feeling of a doom and gloom show You, you come out of colorado you win one, you lose two, everything just looked bad. Um, then here we are, what, seven-game winning streak later? Everything feels good. Every uh, Most cylinders are firing at, uh, in the right order. Um, you know, they're still not playing the cleanest. They're still scoring either erratically or sporadically, however you want to saw, uh, say it. You know, they're scoring heavy in single innings. But again, they're 7 of 2 as of the time we're doing this live stream. The best in baseball, tied for the best with the Giants, which, by the way, like, weren't you guys supposed to go away this year? What's going on here? What are they putting up the, the ocean water up there? The ocean water <laughs> is Max crazy. Max ocean water. Their rotation is crazy. The Giants have the Giants starters have given have allowed two runs per start in their first nine it's games. Nuts. First time since 1901. So definitely the arms up there at the signing of. I mean, Cobb's been fantastic. Wood, yeah. I t- Wood is the, the velo on Wood, and Logan Webb's looking like a Cy Young. Yeah, the dudes in the A's, Anthony Desclafani locking it down. I mean, they they Desclafani with those <laughs> sticky stuff. Listen, listen. Put your faith in Farhan the same way we put our faith in Andrew. The, these dudes yeah, no, know totally. what the hell they're doing. Um, you, you bring up the pitching, you know, with the Dodgers side of things. That, that's my, the big topic I wanted to talk about today. It's like we entered the season, every outlet, us included, talking about, oh, this, the, the, big, the big worry in Los Angeles is the starting rotation. This, this rotation's getting it done, dude. These five guys, you got, as, uh, as uh, JT said it uh, post-game, I think on Sunday, you got uh, a Hall of Famers, your number five starter, going tonight. Nothing is going wrong in the rotation so far. And the piggybacking with Gonsolin and Anderson uh, working out so far. What are your thoughts on uh, 
this pitching staff as a whole and main, mainly this focus on the rotation to start? Uh, if you look at this rotation, a 171 ERA, that's second, all of Major League Money. Baseball. They're dominating. Yes, you do have to consider the opponent a little bit there with the AAA Reds, the Minnesota Twins, who they have that top end talent with Bucks and Correa, but 26 in OPS, second to last in hits. But you have to love what you've seen so far. And Clayton Kershaw, that first, that first outing, the perfect game, where I was calling it the perfect shame to not let him go out there and maybe get, have a crack at a perfect game but but if playing Kershaw just the, the fact that he went out there and you're seeing the feel for that slider it's just really one, when it's on it's one of the most fun pitches to watch in all of Major League Baseball and if he goes out there and he has two perfect innings today he ties you Darvish for most consecutive batters retired by a starter to begin a season in the expansion era so that just tells you the start that he's having yeah, and legit. the fact that he hasn't picked up he didn't pick up a baseball until January mm-hmm. he had that PRP and the fact that he's responding so well, I just love the fact, too, we're seeing him smile in the dugout. We're seeing yeah. him enjoy this. Maybe, like, I'm going to just savor this. Yeah, I'm going to soak this, this all really, in. Yeah. Uh, soak everything in yeah. season. That's and I it love feels that. like 100%. It's fun, really fun to watch. Very small sample size. Yeah. Tim even said it way too early to, to judge anything right now. But the early re- returns, you can't go wrong. I mean, the numbers are ridiculous just staff-wide. But uh, focusing in on the starting pitching, Dodgers, uh, 1.71 ERA in the, 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 the rotation. That's over nine games so far, 42 innings pitch. Uh, just trailing. Well, not just. I mean, the Mets have made no sense the fact that their rotation is insane and they have DeGrom on the IL, DL, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it here. Uh, little D. But um, Mets, 1.7 ERA, and that's over 10 games, 50 innings pitch, 50 and a third. But the rotation getting it done in LA and the staff as a whole, 2.28, just trailing. The Giants 2.2 ERA, uh, getting it done. A lot of different looks. Yeah, and I thought too. A lot also, of different arms. Kind of seeing Julio Urias bounce back from that start in mm-hmm. Colorado because you never want to take too much away from a start in at Coors Field. They don't oh, have to yeah. feel for the breaking stuff. It's earlier in the season. The pitchers aren't as built up as they should be. But his velo was down in that game, and I mm-hmm. think the way he bounced back against the Reds was very impressive. Julio Urias allows one hit, no earned runs, five punch outs in five innings pitched. Much better command, much better feel for his breaking stuff, and I think you saw that Julio Urias is still going to be that guy. He's going to pick up where he left off last season where he made a career high in starts, a career high in innings, doubled his innings count. And I think that to me was one thing I was looking for early on is how is he going to respond after that career high last season? We saw him run out of gas there in the postseason. I think mm-hmm. that you saw him confident out there in the mound. You saw him trusting his stuff. And as long as he's attacking the zone and he has the feel for his yep. breaking stuff, you know he induces soft contact at an elite level. You really love what you see from Julio Urias. And it's great to see the maturation of yes. Julio Arias, a guy that he understands Clay and Kershaw where he's at at this stage of his career. And he realizes, hey, it's me and Walker Bueller at the front of this rotation. We are going to be a one-two punch there. And to me, like you, we've, we've fallen for you so many years. You can't beat them either, by the way, man. That's a, that's a phenomenal one, too. It is. And, it's, and, and the youth. And they're still young. Mm-hmm. And they have so much 
so much mileage left on their arms. And I think that, look, we're really just scratching the surface with those two. And you're seeing that they've always had the great raw stuff. Mm-hmm. They've always been blessed with that raw talent. But you're seeing the evolution as far as their pitching acumen, as far as how to attack guys and kind of what, what pitches to throw in certain counts. And being okay, I think with Walker Buehler, the big thing is being okay just being an outsgetter and not mm-hmm. having to be a guy that goes out there and defines his success by punch outs. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the, the maturation of that kid since you know really game three or game 183 in, in 2018 he just he knows what he needs to do he, he he put up the big numbers he put up the show early on but he also now cares more about 200 innings being that 220 guy becoming really the guy who in his mind earns the mantle of ace in the latter years here, the glory, the glory is behind us. Years of Clayton Kershaw, yeah. Um, and I don't think Bueller's got even started this year. I mean, look no. at that K percentage, nineteen point six percent. The walks are up ten point nine percent. But he's a guy that he's always every single start. You can see him making adjustments. You can see him tinkering with his mm-hmm. pitch mix. And I think that's really the most impressive thing about his game is how dynamic his pitch mix has become when it comes to that fastball, the slider, the cutter, everything, the knuckle curve that he works yep. in there. But of course. I think the more fascinating part, I think, I mean, I think tonight, like I said, we kind of have to use tonight a lineup like the, uh, like an, an, an first Al- real challenge. Yeah. And Ozzy Albies, a lefties, a guy that has a lot of success yeah. against lefties. How will Clay and Kershaw perform against him? You know, it's going to be electric tonight at Dodger Stadium. I'm jealous because look, our boy Eric Yulo's in the house. Our boy Brooke Smith is in the house. And it's going to be electric at the ravine because one, you have the Freddie Freeman, which I haven't really talked about, the Freddie Freeman yeah. facing his old team, but Clay and Kershaw at Dodger Stadium the first time we've seen him since he walked off that mound after that injury and the first Mm -hmm. time we've seen him since he pitched seven perfect innings against the Minnesota Twins. So I think that tonight we'll see how Clayton Kershaw fares against this Atlanta Braves offense that's very potent, very explosive. And I think that the more fascinating debate is the back end of this Dodgers rotation. Mm -hmm. Guys like Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin, and of course... I told you what I'm going to do. My goal this season is to turn people here at Dodgers Nation into Heaney heads. And I think that he's got a while for me, man. I know I've got a while. He's been impressive. And we know that that pitch the Dodgers teach everybody when they know how to throw it. It's absolutely nasty. I mean, you look at Blake Trinan when he came here to L.A. He was not this guy. He had a good year in the past. Not that guy. But that pitch just, it works. It works for everybody. And when, no, nah, it doesn't work for everybody. When it works, it works for everybody. And we're seeing that with the Heen dog. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Heaney head yet. It's going to take, take more than two starts against, you know, kind of bad teams. Yeah. No, the I'm- Reds aren't, aren't going for anything special here in 2022 they're playing for uh, maybe fourth place in the nl central maybe wait but like you said i mean how you how sweep it is how sweep that how sweeper sweep it is. is that sweeper for <laughs> andrew Heaney, and the fact that he's had so much success yep. and has been so effective with it early on and then he just has the confidence to throw a pitch that he learned during a bullpen session at colorado and just say hey, before let's started, do yeah. it and just right away i mean you see early on he threw it 39 times generated 14 swings and misses yesterday in two starts it's, pr- it's uh, produced a 51.1% whip percentage opponents are hitting 100 off it but like you said you have to consider the opponent Minnesota Twins the they're not let's in the Cincinnati Reds they're not teams that are tearing no, the cover no. off the baseball and also he is allowing some hard contact you're seeing hard contact hit it where they is 
but it's working. Yeah, I mean, I just think I, I just I just love the fact that look, he's a guy who said after the game yesterday that um, he has the confidence to throw it when it's a two zero count, when it's a three zero count. When mm-hmm. in the past he said, look, at those, those counts, I just have to go with my best heater and see what I can do. But no, he has yeah. some more changing in his up. arsenal and. I think that's kind of the big thing. Like you said, that's the Dodgers recipe with Connor McGinnis, with Mark Mark Pryor, uh, Connor McGuire. Mark McGrath. <laughs> yeah, Mark Pryor, Connor McGinnis, Mark McGrath, shout out to Sugar Ray. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Every but morning. yeah, Mark MacGyver, or uh, Connor MacGyver, can just fix anything. And you saw he's throwing that fastball at a yep. 48.7 clip. That's down from 59.4% 2021. Throwing that slider. By the way, why is it being charted as a curveball? Across the league. And you know, uh, you know about that? What's the deal with that? Because they just don't know. They just don't know. Don't but I mean, forty-eight point one percent last they year weak. didn't throw it. He was throwing that little looping curveball, twenty-two point six percent of the time. So it's a dude who gave up twenty-nine bombs in uh, what one hundred and thirty innings last year. This is a, this is a very different dude. Two starts against two bad teams. And look, he's a fly ball pitcher, uh, too. He's going to give up bombs. Which plays plays at Dodger Stadium, though. It can play up. You you get uh, softer contact going with this new fancy pitch. Have some fun. Hey, I like this road shed. Even Aaron Harang had two good starts, just to point that out. And also, I love the Cool Whip special. 60% of the time works every time. Hey, I just think they let let the Heaney out of the bottle. You know what I mean? I'm just – he's a Heaney in a bottle, baby. You got to rub him. Rub him the the right way. Uh, Speaking of rubbing – um, yeah. I, I guess we take a, a quick little hiatus here to say that it's giveaway time, guys. We're back with our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles this week to give away to, or to, to, I mean, celebrate a bunch of great stuff. We got, we got friends back in LA with Kenley. We got exes reuniting with Freddie and the Braves. But uh, we also have uh, Cody Bellinger get sneaky, sneaky decent. So uh, we're giving away, it's a long way around to, 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 to point out that we're giving away a Cody Bellinger signed Dodgers mini helmet in matte black. It's pretty nice. Check it out on our Instagram. We're giving that away to one lucky winner. To win, you're going to check out the giveaway post on our Instagram. That is at Dodgers Nation. You have to follow us. You have to follow at Elite SC underscore Unlimited on the Instagram. You tag three friends in the post and you're golden. You could tag three friends as many times as you want. There are no limits on entering. Uh, the winner is going to be al- announced next week on the live stream here on Monday. If the winner does not claim their prize within 48 hours, a new winner is going to be selected, or we're going to uh, try to put the helmet on on Doug. It's going to be fun. But uh, there will be a link in the bio of this video if you guys are watching this live or watching us on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be in the bio, or it's going to be on the article on our website, DodgersNation.com. So go enter, you know. I wish we... Yeah, we give away so many cool things. We also got a giveaway going on right now with our our partners over at AM570. There's a a Bueller jersey giveaway, so make sure you go enter that. Follow uh, AM570 LA Sports on Instagram. But so many cool things, and we don't get to win. Kind of wish I were wearing some Bueller pants. I mean, you guys always say I wear the you the wear jeans or the tightest pants, my guy. Hey, man, my my legs are suffocating, bro. Listen, listen, Doug is an experience that I I don't know if everybody deserves <laughs> to experience or or um. I don't, I don't, we got a bottle. You I don't up. like to buy. I don't like to spend money on new things. I'm wearing my pants from the second grade. What? <laughs> I like to save money, man. Moving on, the Braves are in town. Let's let's stick to the script a little bit before getting to uh, some more comments here. NLCS rematch again. So this is the um, 
I don't know, I guess the intro to potential part three in October. You got restocked, restocked Dodgers against restocked Braves a little bit. Freddie, Kenley, Matt Olson's a new guy. Craig Kimbrell's a new guy. Uh, Matt Olson's the only guy who hasn't been a part of this rivalry in the past. Pretty fun, pretty cool, pretty interesting. Does this series mean anything to you? I think it means something to me as far as like what we talked about earlier, as far as just kind of a barometer and how to gauge the starting pitching. And but, I mean, I mean, in, just April, in, a small, in a small way, I mean, the grand scheme of things, the answer is a big fat no. I think what we'll remember from this series is the big, <laughs> I mean, what we're going to remember from this series is Freddie Freeman and how he responds to the Atlanta Braves. Kenley Jansen, mm-hmm. how he'll respond to the Dodgers. That was what we're going to be thinking about and talking about as far as what's going to be, what's going to happen on the field. Not going to be much to take away. Because, look, you're talking about a Braves team. They had the worst record entering the postseason, and they end up winning the fall classic. You look at the Braves. They're on a West Coast road trip this season. Really haven't hit their stride as of yet. Their bullpen, they've been lights out. Mm They're still waiting to get Acuna back in early May. So it's not even like this is going to be the Braves team that we're going to see, especially if they get Soroka back and he does anything for them as well. So as far as staying remotely healthy. Yeah. But I do think as far as kind of just like, look, I mean, we, they had us down 3-1 in 2020, and yep. we gave the Ooh, ATL. Beer. We came back. We won that series, won the World Series. Last year, we're a Dodgers team. We beat that Giants team, and we said, hey, we got to get past this Braves team. We're going to take this. They beat us, so they're, they're, they're on a collision course they, for a rubber match. Yeah, they definitely are, but they threw everything at them. They did, yeah, the Dodger, absolutely. The Dodgers threw every. Sorry, I mean, the Dodgers threw everything at the Giants to get to that point. They were tapped out. They were gassed. Max Scherzer is out partying and not caring about getting healthy. You're old. Beer don't work that good on your body no more. Just saying, but uh, definitely heading towards that uh, NLCS Part Three. The trilogy. The trilogy. The trilogy. We got we to look at that. What are the good part threes? There have been so few. I mean, you can look at... Cavs, Warriors. I mean... No, I was thinking more like movies. Like RoboCop 3 sucked oh, ass. I think, God, I think Godfather 3 is underrated. I really do. I think when when uh, his daughter gets murdered on the stairs at the opera, is a pretty dramatic scene. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, they're few and far Return between. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, I mean, I, Quality. Me, I'm an Empire Strikes Back guy, but I think Return of the Jedi, when you look at the Ewoks, when you look at the green lightsaber, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. But we, need I, more, we need more threes, guys. What, what are some good three movies? Because I always go to RoboCop 3, and it's just absolute trash. Yeah, I mean, well, I think when you, you think about it, too, I mean, look at Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, that was the only one that won an Academy Award. So that's a good one. I think, uh, what else is there? I don't know. I probably shouldn't have started you know, a movie. Well, I, I'm not a movie guy. I kind of wish, though, like, I, that's funny because I was talking to my friend about that. Like, I wish that movies were just called, like, the so-and-so three. Like, they don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like, like Spider-Man 3. It's always, like, a different it's a, name. Yeah, it's a it's name. like, it's it was colon, more fun. It's colon name. It's not just yeah. Superman 3 or, or Star Trek 3, which I think is the one where they go and get Spock corpse out of the air, out of the, the, the space. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I do good? Did I do good IMDB? I think I, I, think I did good. I.E. Doyer says Ninja Turtles 3 wasn't very good. Tokyo Drift sucks, says Leslie Taylor. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Where are we at on Toy Story 3? I I, I still have not seen... Four. Which one is 4? Four? 4 is the one that just came out most recently, right? Yeah, They're not yeah, at 5 yeah, yet? Yeah. Okay. Toy Story 3 is the one with fucking the big pink guy who is, who is mean, the mean bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember things. Eh. That's my rating. Eh. It's two ends. Uh, no, it's Toy Story 3 is the big one where he goes to college. 
Yeah, and yeah. It's really and then sad. They get like donated to some children's daycare, and then there's like a bear that runs the place. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah, like yeah. A, he's like an ogre. That one, I mean, that one kind no, of hits. Shrek. Oh, Sh- how Shrek's... was Shrek three? Wasn't Shrek three also bad? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Were they all kind of bad? I don't Just know. Just the first one was good. I don't know. Listen, oh. what I wanted to Jaws three on here. What I want to know. We need is a sequel. How does the donkey bang the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> That's the million dollar. These question, are the million man. dollar questions right here. You know, we're gonna call. We're gonna call uh, Brooke right now. We're gonna get to the bottom of this very, very yeah, important. Uh, yeah, I see a comment here. Back to the Future Three was really good with the Western vibes. I did like that one. All right, uh, Katie is saying Captain America: Civil War, which is the third one. Wait, Civil War is not the third one. Oh wait, Civil War. Sorry, Civil War. I was thinking of Winter Soldier. Brilliant, brilliant movie. Arguably the best movie in the MCU. Not named Endgame. Um, Civil War. That's cheating. That's that's really just Avengers. What two point five? Yeah, basically. That's not that's not a Captain America movie. Boom, uh, roasted. Home Alone three. Didn't see it. Don't remember. Infinity War again. I, I mean, they gotta have three in the name. I feel. Timmy's account. Yeah. All right. We've we've devolved. Debbie does Dallas three. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Bad news bear three, but from T- Tony Gonsolin, we we um we appreciate that one. Die Hard with the Vengeance, rest in peace. Um, but I think I'll ask you guys. I mean, do you think we're going to get the three cool with the Braves and the Dodgers? Who do you guys have the Dodgers facing the NLCS? Will we see be Brave yeah, Dodgers three? Who else Mets has gone off to Mets? a pretty nice start. I mean, Lind- the year that Lindor is having, if <laughs> the Mets are always going to met. They're, the Mets are going to LOL happen. Mets. I agree with you, but... Tyler McGill is not that Tyler McGill, whatever you want to say. He's not that guy. They don't have... I don't know if they have that much that much pitching depth to sustain. That's their issue. But I, mean, I do like, like the acquisition games. of Marte. I like... I mean, like, if, if DeGrom can come back and be a surefire mm-hmm. ace, stay on the mound, you pair him with Scherzer, they have Cookie, Carrasco. If guys can stay healthy towards the back end of that rotation, you just never know when it comes to... Look, baseball's going to baseball in the postseason. It'd be yep. great for baseball to see the Mets versus the Dodgers with those big names involved. <laughs> but I do think that when you look at the depth of this Braves bullpen, the way they're constructed, I think this series, too, I'm really interested to see how they fare against Enoa and also... Um, yeah, tomorrow you're going to see Freed on the mound too. And yeah. Freed, is he a true ace? And then you have Charlie Morton there. Who Charlie Morton has had success against the yeah. Dodgers. So it's going to be very interesting. It feels like – it always feels to me too like like the more the Dodgers see somebody, they de- – I mean, it goes in any, any way. The, the, yeah. the opponent gets the upper hand or we would get the upper hand. But um, definitely with Morton, definitely with Freed. Freed has never done exceptional, it feels like, against the Dodgers. But I don't have numbers in front of me and I don't really care. Solid-ish, but yeah, nothing, nothing lights out. For sure. Sarah Morris in stream says, I don't think the Mets are, are going anywhere or are going nowhere. So, um, and, and these are two teams battling each other in the East. So that kind of brings it down. Good point. Um, that's it. That's your, uh, that's your future talk with me and that guy. Thank you. Roach out here talking crap on Winter Soldier, not even being I the know. best Captain America film. How, how dare you, sir? All right, back on baseball talk before uh, we, we get closer to buttoning it up. Um, the Phil Bickford move that happened before the game yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, odd. I get it. But also, it, it threw me. It, it threw me for a bit of a loop because, uh, not a loop, but I don't know. It just threw me off because you're bringing back Phil Bickford. You know, you get rid of Clevenger. Obviously, he's the guy who was going to go. 
Um, it got me thinking, man. 16 pitchers is just so many pitchers, which is what they have right now with the 28-man expanded rosters. The rosters dropped to 26 in May. The Dodgers are expecting to get back Caleb Ferguson, Tommy Canely, Victor Gonzalez is a guy that's going to be in there. I don't know where they're fitting all these arms. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but then it's a bad problem to have because you got to cut guys that could – or not Justin cut guys, Brule, but – he'll be gone. I think Brule, I think Evan Phillips has had Evan some Phillips, success yeah. early on with – I mean, he's another guy that's benefited from that Dodgers slider that you mentioned earlier when he comes yeah. to you know, yeah. five inches of horizontal break, elite, elite stuff. But – they're going to go with their familiar guys. The guys that, look, they didn't sign Tommy Canely to, uh, when he was, to, to miss a year, not to use him this yeah. year. He actually looked filthy against the Angels at Dodger State in that changeup. Yeah. He had the feel for it already. He's I think. A, yeah, he's a dude that's been nasty in his career. He's nasty. He's pissed with the Yankees in a yeah. big market with a big team. And you know that they re- think he's going to be a postseason high leverage guy, a guy they can trust in those situations. Mm-hmm. We talk about Phil Bigford. He was one of the reclamation projects that worked out for the Dodgers last season mm-hmm. one of those water to wine guys <laughs> that this that this Dodgers team this, this Dodgers developmental staff found last year and we look yeah. talk about Phil Bickford I think the big takeaway is the fact that they didn't get so much out of him last year he appeared in 48.1 percent of the game 48.7 percent of the games where he was active last season so he truly was the rubber arm for the Dodgers yeah. last season a 164 ERA plus and first of all elite show flow Elite okay, and that to well. me is a factor. Okay, and when you talk about Phil Bickford, he's a guy that <laughs> I think I trust on the mound, and he's a guy Big that comes mind. out there, fireman situations, mm-hmm. and he's a guy you have to conclude in there. Of course, you know you're going to get Craig Kimbrell, who comes out, his sweet child of mine, a little different vibe than the California love. Yeah, go ahead. But um, Craig Kimbrell, of course, Blake Trine, we know a top 10 reliever. The mm-hmm. Dodgers, Bruce high Dar leverage. Bruce Dar, Gradrall. I think with Bruce Dar early on, you know, like I said, extremely small sample size. The swing and miss isn't still where you want it to be. The walks are a little thing. up. It's, it's not, not his it's thing. It's never going to be his thing. It's not his thing for sure. There's no question about it. And the, re- the reality is he throws so many strikes. He, th- mm-hmm. he doesn't have that extension. And, uh, and, look, he induces soft contact. And it's about getting outs for Bruce Dar Gratterall. Yeah. But you do want to see him keep hitters a little more off balance with the use of that slider mm-hmm. and possibly that cutter that we've heard about back in spring training. So he's going to be in there. You know, Phil Bigford, Tommy Canley. I think Alex Vesia is a very interesting one to talk about. Cause you, can't cut, you, can't, you can't send him to AAA. And, yeah, the thing about Vesia, look, last season when he came back up, he was lights out. And with Vesia, yeah. like I said, you don't mess it with Vesia. And it was the electricity on his heater. It's mm-hmm. not like he's a, a you know, a plus-plus fastball no, guy. It's, no. the, it's the run on it. It's the movement and the way he dots it. And this season, it hasn't been as effective as it was last year. Opponents. Small sample size. Small sample size, <laughs> hitting 250 off it this yeah. year, hitting 400. Well, his, his location is still struggling early on. You can see the, the command location, is not exactly. there, and, and that's, what, that's what really set him on the path that created the version of Alex Fessia that was getting standing ovations at Dodger Stadium in the postseason. Yeah, no. He's, he's not there yet. He's going to be that guy. They're going to need that guy. But if, you know what, if he needs uh, – if, if there's a point where they feel um, they can sell out and say, oh, we want you to – Work on something a little bit at AAA for a bit. See what you get out of. And you uh, saw how much new... you benefited from that last yeah, season. Yeah. But yeah, and, and you can you're gonna have uh, Flacco, um, Victor Gonzalez, possibly being a dude who we've seen get it done at the biggest stage in all of baseball in the World Series. Um, a lot of big problems I have. Plus, we go 
a bit deeper into the season. And the, all these are all the type of things that figure themselves out with injuries or et cetera. But show flow, Dustin May is a dude who's going to be True back that. somewhere down the road. Danny Duffy is a guy they signed to be a left-handed length option out of the bullpen later in the season. A lot of problems. And also what happens with Trevor Bauer because of Trevor Bauer based on what happens with him and also if the Dodgers do kind of sniff around and maybe go to market for another starting pitcher if they think Mm -hmm. they need one which at this point they absolutely do they do yeah I feel Bauer or no they need no yeah I mean the long run absolutely you have to consider it unless you piecemeal you know you keep having success with this opener ish piggyback ish role with you know the four and five spots being some amalgamation of of Tony and Tyler Anderson and, well, I guess probably not Kershaw, but, you know, you, you're getting these dudes to be that guy. Um, you're, you still have Andre Jackson, who could be somebody to get you innings later. Ryan Pepio is going to be a dude who helps out definitely this season, friend of the show. We're going to have other people like um, – Mitch, you Billy, know, Ma- Billy, 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 Mitch, uh, Billy Miller, Bobby Bill, Miller, Bobby, Bobby Miller. Miller. Yeah, Man, words got hard. Sorry, Bobby's got, world. It's Miller time, baby. I get distracted by a message. I got to turn off that yeah. notification there. Mitch White's another guy and give Mitch you White multiple is... innings. So he looked good in one inning, and then the other inning kind of fell <laughs> yeah. off with his command a little bit. But so he's a guy that the point is a lot of uh, you know Daniel Hudson's been great, and he's not going to be a guy that they get rid of in any way absolutely. unless he absolutely just torches it. His fastball good electric. problems to have, but also some very very tough. Decisions upcoming as soon as May 1st when the rosters drop back down. I mean, it's easy to just drop to because that's right away. It's going to be Justin Brule and, and Evan Phillips. But when you need to now bring in Canely, who was signed to be a major league pitcher for this team, I don't know where you missed that, where you get that spot. Mitch White, sure, but you now you're losing a length guy. You're losing a dude who can get you three, four, five, six innings out of the bullpen if needed or a spot start. Canely, you know, uh, we, we, we got an interview with Canely. Uh, our, our Tim Rogers got an interview with Canely last week out there uh, in a rehab outing in Rancho where his big thing is, is working on um, uh, back-to-back. He's working on still bouncing back, maybe not quite where he wants to be or expected to be yet coming off of this Tommy John surgery. But even if he comes back and he's a dude who's who's a one inning every other day kind of guy, that just that ends up hurting your bullpen a lot more uh, than having maybe a four ERA Mitch yeah, yeah, White yeah. who gets you a bunch of innings or something like that. But again, we don't make these decisions. I also got to talk about David Price. You know, David Price. David he's Price. giving up one hit. That one hit was a bomb. A and- very odd man out. Yeah. Still. But I think you may bring up a really good point as far as guys that can give you multiple innings of relief. So far, the bullpen, they pitched in 37 of the Dodgers' 79 innings. That's 46.8% of the time, a 2.92 ERA. And you can tell the game plan early on with the Shore and Spring training mm-hmm. is to lean on this Dodgers' bullpen early on. And they've yep. stockpiled it with depth. And you're seeing across the board from top to bottom guys that they can do different things, guys yep. that lefties, righties, guys that can give you multiple innings of relief. Guys 
guys that can miss bats. And I think the variety out of that Dodgers bullpen is what makes it so dangerous and such a quality bullpen early on this season. But yeah, it's going to be tough to see what decisions they're going to make. And I think yep. they're going to go with guys they're familiar with, guys that they know they can trust in these high leverage situations. And they're also going to know that injuries are going to occur throughout mm-hmm. the year. And you're going to have guys yeah, coming up that. and down all season long. And you're not going to run into the same problem last year where <laughs> they had 39 guys pitch for them last season. So I think that to, if they can avoid that problem, have a little more consistency mm-hmm. out of that bullpen, still remain effective, I think that's going to be big. But like I said, it's a good problem to have. I think the addition of Craig Kimbrell to kind of lengthen that bullpen and put guys in familiar roles, I think it's going to pay dividends. And I just I love the fact that they still have Blake Trinan in that spot where he is the fireman. He is BTFD, Blake Trinan, fire department, going out there and putting out the fires. <laughs> and you have Craig Kimbrell, who you saw the Moustakis. He fell down 3-0 the game I was at. Yeah. Sometimes the command early in, in appearances can be an issue with Kimbrell. But if you look at his peripherals, as far as velocity, he still has it. So that tells me that he can be that .49 ERA guy that he was with the Cubs. So I do yeah. like that addition. And obviously, it's hindsight. But Pollock <laughs> has already gone down with an injury. Yeah, and uh, I mean, unfortunately, know. you know. Oh, get better soon, Pollock. We love you, Poyo. But uh, I think it was the right move for the Dodgers, and they realize that this game is increasingly becoming a bullpen game. The Dodgers, they have yeah. a complement of arms in the arm yeah, barn. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go forward in the arm barn. We're going to go uh, forward a few years, and, you know, the the Rays were the team that kind of created this sort of modern bullpen in a way with the opener. The Dodgers are going to be the franchise everyone is looking at in a few years. You get a bunch of length dudes. You have maybe your three dogs at the top, and the rest is just how many outs can you get me today? Exactly. And you don't necessarily need a closer, even though they still went out and got one. I I feel like if they didn't go and get him, they were still going to just – find anybody and you know we're seeing that too like Hudson coming in because you know they don't feel about Kimbrel uh, they don't feel ready that that Kimbrel's ready for back-to-back so you had to go and, and go out and do that but protecting um arms when it doesn't matter yeah and like, is, Blake, like, is Blake. smart April doesn't mean anything that's why you don't let Kershaw go out there <laughs> yeah did we talk about that yet did that happen that did happen after uh, Blue Heaven last week but we did talk about that on the Dodgers Nation roundtable with me this guy Brooke and Eric Ulo. Mr. Eric Ulo. Check that out on the uh, the YouTube. Pushing the button again. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. We kind of... Like you you, <laughs> you kind of uh, just towed the line of playing both sides with that one. Uh, and your Kershaw pulled well, no, I was the kinda, no-hitter thoughts. I, I mean, I was... Look, I mean, obviously it was 100% the right move when you consider the fact that this team is playing for October. They're not playing for April, but... Like I you're said, not playing for April, you're not playing for. I can go different ways because an individual. I had this conversation stat. with you, kind of uh, off the air, uh, off the stream, whatever you want to call it. Off air, with and Clay, and Kobe Bryant has five championships. But mm-hmm. if you search Kobe's greatest moments, if you bring up the name Kobe Bryant, what's the number that pops in your mind? What is it? It's 81, and you think of that spectacular individual performance. And I think of Clay and Kershaw. We think about how fluky the World yeah. Series is, how fluky it is. Even a team like the the Mariners in 2001. Yeah that don't even make it to the World Series and you're never guaranteed postseason success if Clay mm-hmm. Kershaw pitches a perfect game becomes the 24th pitcher in history to throw a perfect game look I mean everything on his resume he has it I mean he has the perfect game the yeah. no hitter he has the World Series title that's one little checkbox in a career that's already Hall of Fame 
Yeah. He could just stop right now. They're putting him in in five years. That's, oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah, a no walking, living. Yeah. But, Clint, this is the thing. The reality is, if I rewatched the game uh, the other day, and like Clinton Kershaw said after the game, he didn't have the same depth, the same bite to his yeah. slider. So it was only a matter of time that they were going to get, get a hit. hit. And then you go out there and you, you have that sour taste like Bueller after uh, you know giving up that two-run home run and, yeah. and the home opener. If that happened to Kershaw, you know he goes and gives up just a tank, which it's Clayton Kershaw. Very, very Definitely likely Definitely pl- possible. Definitely possible. Then, you know, I mean, we're, we're taking away apparently a week's worth of content from media. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody had an opinion on it and everybody who doesn't pay attention to shit, Jeff Passan. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> really, really Also factoring it. it was a cold day in cold Minnesota. Day, a lot of different he, factors. He barely had built up to 75 pitches. It was the right move. And I see everyone out it there. It sucks. And I just, 100% it sucks. I'll just You'd love up. to see it. Try it at least. Give it a go. I mean, look. And, and obviously it's, it's, it's um, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario to say, oh, yeah, he's going to go out there and get hurt immediately if he, if he just touches the mound in the eighth inning. But still. And think about this, Clint. Look, I see people out there saying, I see people, oh, baseball's so soft today. You soft kids. Sandy it Koufax is. threw 10,000 pitches an outing and this and that. Yeah, His arm would fall off. 30. Exactly. He's also a guy that said, hey, if you had the difference between you know having your arm fall yeah. off or having the feel, use of your arm, would you take it? I think if you're Clayton Kershaw, you signed a one. Not a, he didn't sign a two-year yeah. deal. He signed a one-year deal for the Dodgers. And why did he do that? In my opinion, it's touch and go for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. And if, think about this. Let's say, like I said, didn't have the bite didn't have the pitch count when you consider the ramp up time he had thrown a 75 Mm -hmm. pitch sim game before that and he hadn't picked up the ball since january the fact that clay and kershaw if he had gone out there and he had injured himself before even having started a game at dodger stadium it would could have potentially been his last season with the Mm -hmm. dodgers it would have been a travesty would have been heartbreaking i mean tonight i think is a big deal because look he's healthy he's out there on the mound and we to me i think this year what it's all about is giving clay and kershaw all his flowers. This guy, like you said, Kenley Jansen, he gave his heart to this organization. He's giving this back to this organization. Yep. And, Clay, and Clay and Kershaw, guess what? Knock on wood, we haven't had any of those significant arm injuries throughout the years. We've had the back. We've had other things. We've had the inflammation, things like that. But when it comes to going under the knife I mean, significantly. The elbow was getting closer per some reports. People saying it's cooked. That, people that, saying it's uh, mush. That forearm. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's in the... He's starting tonight. We don't know. Again, if you're listening to this thing as a podcast after, all of this is kind of a moot point. Maybe he goes out and throws a stinker. Yeah, I think it's fun. To, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say, look, he would have pitched. A, it's, it's almost fun to think that he would have pitched a perfect uh-huh. game versus, like you said, go out there and give it a tank, and then you lose a little <laughs> bit of that mystique and this yeah. and that. And I just love the fact that it was it's, Rich Eisen. It was national news yeah, for baseball. Yeah, national news yeah. for sure. But it's also fun to think of. Now we have a what if. Thank you. We have a what if, and we could talk about this. We have a debate now for the rest of our lives. It's like you could be at a bar in 20 years, like, man, Kershaw could have got that perfect game. If we're still talking about this, then somebody please shoot me. It's like Rich Hill, Ross Stripling. It's like, uh, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? It's like an endless debate that we can always talk about. The the type of love we all love tommy lasorda straight up would have sent kershaw out there my goodness absolutely ask oral hersheiser about his shoulder ask fernando valenzuela about his shoulder ask every one of talk to darren dryford about his life you know i mean oh man different animal but i mean he had the bubonic plague at one point you know that like i'm not even joking he literally had yeah i know man I, I i was a 
big. Best best vintage show cap. I love this vintage show cap. Oh man, uh, I, I did see somebody. Uh, <laughs> King Yellowman says yes, but Koufax never pitched on Yom Kippur. Fair. No, but look, I mean, <clears throat> Clayton Kershaw help, and also this rotation needs Clayton Kershaw. Okay, that's the the biggest fact here. If he if he can sustain the success for an entire season, how about yeah. this? Clayton Kershaw, let's say he goes out tonight. Pitches six strong, uh-huh. seven strong. You see the punch outs, maybe double digits. He's the early front runner, two games in to win the Cy Young. Imagine he wins his fourth Cy Young this season versus oh, a perfect man. game. Obviously, long shot. Um, but God, I love baseball. I mean, look. I mean, look. We he, have a, we have 162 games of this shit plus another month in the postseason. Kershaw is the one guy where I can't get like like I said. I've been you know in the clubhouse and this and that. He's yeah. the one guy where it's like. You know, I still, you know, like, a, like not a little oh. fanboyness. Oh, and I, I told Brooke because Brooke didn't even think about that going to the game tonight. It's like you know, you get Kershaw post game. It's like, are you gonna melt? Because that's the, his one guy. Yeah, and you know, that's everyone his else, even Mookie. Dude. I'm like, what's up, Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, COD. Mookie, whatever. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah, Kershaw. I mean, not even for me. I've, I've been in the elevator with Kershaw. We're good. Yeah, the ping pong, the ping pong. You know, I've taken stupid. He's pictures big time. With him. He's Clint. <laughs> yeah, you know, popping collars over here, but flex. Um, Roach, by the way, says uh, Johan Santana died to throw a no hitter. He did. You yeah, look, the Johan, look at that's the, a great comp, though. Roach, you, you I mean, look that's... at the Edwin Jackson 148 pitch no hitter where he walked like eight dudes with the Diamondbacks, uh, whatever, a decade ago. There are some dumb moves. I think at the end of the day, the the last thing you can say about the Kershaw thing to kind of tie a bow on it is if Kershaw. One, he has the clout, the stature at this stage of his career to go to Doc and say, hey, can we take it one bat at a time? Yeah. Can we see if we can get some ground if he ball wanted outs? It, he straight up was going in there. No question. Yeah, yeah. He wanted it. He was, he was going to. This isn't, this isn't young Kirsch yeah. versus Donnie Baseball anymore. Yeah. This is or Joe T. <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. This is Kershaw. I'm going to tell you, hey, if I want to go in, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. Give me one more batter. Let's see what happens. I mean, we even saw that. Uh, I mean, I think we saw that at some point last year. But like you said, enough about that guy uh, or not uh, about the no hitter or perfect game, whatever it was going to be to what if now. And that's that's all you need to deal with. But uh, back to the, the topic at hand. A lot of interesting questions coming up with that pitching staff and some roster moves. Plus, when are they going to bring up my boy Jake Lamb? This is bullshit. You want to see Ray Glam in the <laughs> in the show? Yeah, the guy's going to be a legend. I'm telling you, greatest Dodger Triple A Dodger of all time, for sure. But uh, I guess that about wraps it up. We got about uh, how about Freddie? Half hour first pitch. You want to talk about Freddie? What do you got? I mean, just what is everyone's thoughts about? It? I mean, to me, I think it's going to be wait general like Freddie. To, facing, the facing the Braves. The Braves? Do you think, I think to me, I think he's, I think it's going to be fun when they go back to Atlanta. He's getting his ring in Atlanta. There's going to be emotion. We've already seen emotion out of this dude. This dude kind of wears it. It's fun seeing these Freddie chants. I don't know how long, how much longer they're going to be warm and endearing and all that. But um, and if you look at Matt Olson, he's cru- he's killing it. Tied for the league league in hits. That was that was a guy Brooke wanted. Twelve hundred OP. I mean, he's a fantastic player. But I think with with Freddie Freeman, I think like I said uh, the other night. Hearing those, you know, his walk-up song with the horns. I mean, it's fire. The Freddie chants, like I said, we, you know, we went to games during Manny Wood, the Manny Wood era. It's on that level of of electricity. It is something special. And to me, I think it almost feels like Freddie Freeman. He's a guy. If you're going to do a baseball movie, he literally looks 
like central casting for a baseball superstar. <laughs> he really does. He really does. It is Freeman goes to Freddie Wood. And I think that he's outgrown Atlanta. Fred, Fred Wood? Fred Wood, Freddie Wood. He, he's ready for the prime time, for yeah. the bright lights of Los Angeles. And I just think that he – I just love – I just want to shout out to Dodger fans at the games. The way you've embraced Freddie Freeman, the emotion, the connection there is so real. Versus like mm-hmm. a Trey Turner, which I've yeah. been kind of observing. Trey Turner goes up there. He's very robotic. You know, he's, you know the way he kind yeah. of goes about his thing, mm-hmm. it's like – you know, and that's just – different players have different styles, and that's okay. But you can tell Freddie Freeman and this Dodgers fan base that they have really hit it off since day one. And I think the electricity at the ravine with Freddie Freeman is something I haven't experienced since really Manny Wood or probably Puig, something on those yeah. lines. And look, I mean, well, Manny Wood, because you get those dudes um, that are established, that are superstars, yeah, yeah, that are potential Hall of Famers. And when you get them in your organization, that's not like, you know, I mean, Corey's Corey Seager's out here playing well to start his season. He's not going to get Corey chance. I mean, it's gets MVP chance or whatever, but uh, there's something different about getting that type of dude in. He's a multi-time all-star, former MVP. Trey, one-time all-star, kind of never got the respect from the league, from the writers, and, and from some fans. It's mostly because he's kind of that quiet dude. I just kind of, but I also kind of get the vibe too. It's almost like he knows he might be gone, so he doesn't want to get too attached, and we don't want to get too attached to him, uh-huh. you know. And I, you know, like I said, I want him to slide into that extension, but it just doesn't feel like it's definitely an interesting, yeah, feeling, yeah, uh, with with Trey Turner for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that look, I mean, this is it does feel like like this team with with Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts in this lineup, like we might never see as potent a top of the lineup in the history of the Dodgers. So let's enjoy it this season. We'll yep. just take it from there. But, yeah, I just kind of like, wrapping up on the Freddie Freeman thoughts. I just think that, like I said, I don't think even if Acuna was playing tonight, it's not a, like a Shaq and Kobe situation. Like no. Freddie Freeman, he handles everything. Just He is like a PR's dream. Right, I mean the way he handles everything. He's Mister Congeniality. Yeah. He could run for mayor at first yeah. base. He's, I mean, he's he's running something when he's done playing no. baseball. Oh yeah, no yeah. question about it. Yeah, no question about it. So it's going to be fun though. I mean, like I just said, I just hope we get the moment. Like I said, I bunch of people in the stream saying he goes dong tonight. Is it is tonight? Is Freddie Freeman hits his first home run tonight? He needs to right. I mean, I think tonight he's where he starts to slug. Four hits yesterday, but uh, I and, think... And they were the most Freddie Freeman hits, man. I, I know I might have talked to you about it, but I remember uh, postseason last year, NLCS, you know, first couple games against the Dodgers, he was not doing well. And then I said, oh, he's just going to do what he does and not worry about slug and just keep poking him over left field. That's what he does. When yeah. he's trying to get right, he just goes opposite, puts it on the grass, Finds a way to get on base. That's what he does. We're getting real close to seeing Freddie Freeman locking in that. Yeah, I mean, he's got some bad luck. He's been smoking balls and, yeah. Raising. By the way, Anthony Keene, stealing your job here, man. He says Fredericks of Hollywood. I love it, man. That's what I'm talking about. Fredericks of Hollywood. (laughs) That is money. Freddie Freemania in the building. That's my boy, Anthony (laughs) Keene. Always rocking with us. But guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, Brooke will be back next year, but thank you for taking the spots next year, next week. Thank you for taking the spot start. Hey, man. Uh, always a pleasure to be here. This is the flagship show. My man, Mr. Clint Pasillas, uh, <laughs> brought me on here way back here. in the day. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially interacting with you guys. And, look, I think it's always fun because you can really get into these topics 
versus like always breaking down the game for the post game yeah. show. And like, like I said, the reason why this show is is the best Dodgers show in my opinion is the fans out there and your hilarious <laughs> fan takes. And uh, like you said, Anthony Kane Fredericks of Hollywood, that kind of heat is why uh, this show is really second to none. And like I said, it's going to be a a wild season for Dodger baseball. Last season was already crazy. Yeah. I think it's actually going to top that. I'm feeling pretty good about my 107 win prediction based on what we've seen earlier. But then again, we had a hot start last season, too. But uh, I'm feeling good about this season. I just like the storylines better this year. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. Braves, Padres, this week, we're going to learn a lot about this early part of uh, the Dodger season, what this team is made of. Because, like you said, we, we had the struggle. It was a very odd season last year. Don't think we get to that, that kind of lows. But when we do... You ain't going to want to be at Dodger Stadium for that one. We know how you ride, how you ride those highs and lows. <laughs> but uh, Doug McCain, the man's a legend. Guys, make sure you give him the clap. Follow him at DMAC underscore LA. And go check out all the videos we've had going on. Doug has put in some blood, sweat, tears, and, and probably real tears going <laughs> into some of these videos we got uh, coming out of late on the channel. Uh, just did the best promotions, Dodgers giveaways, a bunch of bobbleheads I got going on at Dodger Stadium this year. Um we dropped a, a pretty big project for us, the, the 60th anniversary of Dodger Stadium, some of the great calls, uh, the greatest moments in Dodger Stadium history. Check out that video if you haven't yet. Let us know what we missed. It's hard to, I mean, it, you still put in more video, more moments than we planned just because we it's did like, miss one, though, that I actually regret that I missed, and that was Ron Say's Grand Slam in the NLCS. Was the first NLCS? Yeah, but Grand- then like it's so hard to. It's so hard. There's so many, this is really a like it's a good problem to have. There's so yeah. many moments, and yeah. uh, you're not going to hit everything. And honestly, we always do a part two. We're going to do a part two on the part iconic home runs, the, I, the 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 moments. So, like I said, we base it off your feedback. So, yeah, thanks for rocking with us as always, guys. And he's going to be post gaming uh, tonight, probably tomorrow, maybe. Yeah, and then we're going to let the good. I mean, we're going to let fly be here. here on Wednesday. Hey, man. Hey. Stay tuned for this week's roundtable. Brooks hosting, so I'm sure that's going to be a nightmare. But until then, keep it tuned here. We are at DodgersNation.com. We're bringing you all the latest Dodgers news and all the BS that happens with your team all season long. Uh, Brooks out there sacrificing his Monday beer drinking here on the show to get you some fresh content there. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. As I've said a number of times already, find us on the internet as a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Citradio, Pandora, Player FM, all those spots. Go subscribe, leave a review if you can, rate us if you can, multiple stars, at least 79 stars if you can. Uh, make sure you guys are following at Brook Me 3 on the internet. He's putting some work together. Follow Dodgers Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Me and Doug be um, crying and putting in a bunch of effort doing all that all the time. I'm Real FRG. That guy's DMAC underscore LA. Uh, we got a giveaway going on on, uh, we've got two giveaways going on on Instagram. So go check those out. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 